So, the real episode one. This is being recorded five, ten minutes after the ending of the recording of the last one. I don't know, math wasn't my strong suit in school. Math in school is kind of weird. Or at least it was for me. I... I would always just about pass all my tests, usually getting about B's or C's, and then I just like wouldn't do the homework, or I would do just enough of it to pass. I just didn't care about math class. I didn't care about a lot of things in high school, admittedly. I do kind of regret it in certain ways, but I don't know. It's, it's useless to dwell on the past and what could have been because in a lot of ways you you can't really do anything about it and ultimately you just gotta learn to love where you're at excuse me um but loving where you're at is so hard it's it's difficult to get in that mindset because how do you how do you overcome your basic instinct of wanting more than you have because that's really the only way you can learn to be content with where you are oh, I should not have eaten so much and I drank a bunch of soda. I'm excited for this. I guess it's essentially like an audio journal more than anything. You know, I'm sure that by the end of whenever I stop doing this, it's gonna look like that scene in Seven where they go into the guy's house and it's just got those notebooks and all the notebooks are completely filled but they're like completely random, not dated anything, and there's no coherent through line. And that's basically what these audio files are gonna be, except I'm gonna have the decency and the humanity to fucking label shit. Because, God, that annoys me. Nobody labels things anymore. And labels are so helpful. Like, caution, high voltage. It's a helpful label. I mean, sometimes labels can be confusing. Especially in terms of, you know, personal relationship labels. And I am really not good with those labels. I don't think anybody's good with those labels. Or at least I have yet to find evidence of anybody I know being good with those kinds of labels. Where was I going? This is gonna happen a lot. I should have prepared something. Some kind of piece of paper, or corner of a piece of paper at least, that has some bullet points that I want to hit, because I feel like I had an idea going into this, and that now it's just not really there. I am in a lot of ways a very poor planner. I plan a lot for things that I know will never happen, and then I ne do not plan at all for things that I know will happen. Which is a cycle I really gotta break out of. But, I mean, you know, everybody's got their faults. I have a lot. Like, too many. 
and maybe it's just not something I want to get into right now. So, I don't know what to talk about, really. I guess I can answer the very first question. Uh, who actually gave me this mic? I'd like to answer, but corporate sponsorship, corporate sponsorship if I could speak, uh, is preventing me from uh, telling anyone. Not that I'm sponsored by any corporation, but in protest of the concept of corporate sponsorship, I will be refusing to disclose who uh, provided the microphone, whether the person who owns it uh, will be disclosed or the people who made the microphone will be disclosed. Uh, neither. Yeah, I will not be saying either of those things for for now. I guess maybe if I finally run out of things to talk about. I got to see my dogs the other day, or the dogs that still live at my parents' house. Was that the other day? Yesterday? I think. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't think it was today. Time is very confusing as a concept for me in a lot of ways because I become very detached from it at a lot of times and um, it's hard to come back and really be coherent with where anything is in time. Um, not that I perceive time differently, I just often forget where in time I am, or I guess when in time I am. I don't know. It's hard to keep track and very hard to explain. At this point, I'm just along for the ride. Anyways, I got to see my old dogs that I used to live with, and I'd like to say they're my dogs, but legally they're owned by my parents. Um, and obviously they live with my parents, because I cannot afford to have two dogs right now. Um, and my roommates and I already have a number of pets. Uh, but I, I don't know, I love them both very much. Um, the dogs that live with my parents' house. I love all, all animals, obviously. Um, but specifically in this story, I was talking about uh, the dogs, Toby and Molly. Um, Toby is a black lab, slight mix, um, a handsome devil. He's getting very old. He's 12, 13 years old. Yeah, he's 12 years old. He'll be 13 next year. Uh, Molly is a pit bull. She's a blue nose pit. Uh, as far as I know, she's purebred. Um, we don't have papers or anything, but I mean, that's what we were told. Um, and that's what the vet told us, too. And, uh, she's between five and seven. Can't really pin that down any more than that. And she's just about starting to show signs of age. Um, she's, she's so spicy. She's so... She's such a sweet girl, but she's got too much energy. She's kind of a crackhead. In, like, a loving way. I don't call people crackheads if they're actual crackheads. Because that's probably just not a good idea. Um, she almost fucking Nancy Kerrigan'd me multiple times while I was there. Um, it was kind of dusk out when I first got there. And um, after a while, I went out back to uh, play with Molly for a bit. Um, Toby, old man that he is, decided to stay inside and uh, take a nap. Um, so I'm throwing a pretty hefty stick around for Molly. 
that uh, she found. It's technically a small log, but um, you know she's she's a very big, strong girl, and uh, she can whip that thing around like crazy. Um, so I'm throwing it, and uh, she starts getting way too anxious and excited about it. And uh, when she starts running back to me, once she finds it, she just comes within inches of taking out my left kneecap. And uh, I don't know if she's just too excited, doesn't realize how fast she's going or how heavy the thing she's carrying is, doesn't realize how close she's getting, how big the stick is. I don't know. She's kind of dumb in a lot of ways. So it could be any of those. could be all of them. And, um, yeah, so that was fun. Almost got taken out. Gonna end up being Tanya Harding out in that backyard. Um... Yeah, I, I love them both very much. Molly's so beautiful and sweet, and Toby's so, so handsome and such a sunshine boy, and he's so fluffy, and he's he's honestly my spirit animal. He's such a good lad, and he's so smart. Kind of makes me sad that they're passing. No, it, it definitely, 100%, makes me devastatingly sad that they are reaching towards the ends of their lives. And I know that the worst part is, is like, Toby, he is healthy enough that he might actually outlive Molly, even though he's 12. If he lives another three years, you know, which I know is kind of stretching it, he, he might, he might outlive Molly. That would be two of his best friends he's outlived, because he outlived Chester. And Chester was only a couple years older than him, but Chester was a boxer, and boxers and pit bulls don't live as long as labs, unfortunately. Uh, one of the hardest truths to learn growing up is that pets just don't live as long as you do by any stretch of the imagination. But that's what makes them great, you know? They become immortalized very quickly in our heads as being so precious and worthy of our love because they're so pure and they in many ways love us more than we love ourselves and as my hilarious father loves to put it so very inelegantly if he were to lock my mom and the dog in the trunk of the car for an hour, which one of them's gonna be happy to see him when he opens the trunk again. <laughs> which, horrible way to put it. Hilarious, horrible, but uh, also a correct statement. <laughs> because my mom would probably beat the shit out of him <laughs> for that. And uh, Toby or Motley would just be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> How, that, was, that was fun, now what? <laughs> I don't know if anybody will actually listen to these. I don't know how long I'm going to make them. So far I've only hit 11 minutes, 11 and a half minutes now. Uh, I'm really trying not to watch the clock because, or the, the timer on the voice recorder because, well, it's just going to drive me crazy trying to fill time. You know, I really need a, excuse me, I really need a, like another person just something to talk about. I should be prepared something. I'm going to say that a lot in probably every episode of this. Yeah, um, 
So I was setting all this up, and uh, they asked me for an image, for like a cover photo. In my head, I'm thinking, well, I'm no artist. I want to do this, you know, now, because I know if I put it off, I'm just never, ever going to get it done, because I've put it off a million times now. Uh, and I don't know anybody who's up who, for any amount of money, is willing to design me a cover photo uh, immediately and be done within, you know, a half hour <laughs> or so, or an hour. Um, so yeah, I just uh, popped open MS Paint, got the crayon brush out, and just scribbled some shit down in like 30 seconds. And then it was the wrong size, so I had to copy it all, resize it, and just... There's a lot of problems setting this up. Worth it though, I think. Very worth it. I hope I'll actually have enough interesting stories to tell. I should, uh... I should create like a chart of like... Different avenues to go down, kind of, and like that kind of thing. Because I have on my Chrome extensions, once I pull it up, um, it's like a dice roller extension. Um, you do D4, D6, D8, D10, D12, D20, D100, and you can do as many rolls as you want, whatever modifiers, and there's all kinds of different options and shit. So I could create a bunch of different roll tables, and you know, I guess kind of do like a more randomized. Uh, podcast show jigger. I don't know what I'm calling this yet. I don't even know if this is a fixed permanent title. I'm gonna go with yes, because I just don't want to look like an idiot by changing it two minutes in. Because <laughs> uh, it's literally been 40 minutes since I started. <laughs> um... But yeah, I don't know, it's like a, it's gonna be an interesting experiment, to say the least. And I'm excited to see where this goes. I wish I had some ambient music going or anything, but I don't know if that would get picked up by my recording software. And I also don't know how the whole copyright thing works exactly with all this new stuff. So I'm not trying to chance anything just yet. Maybe I'll record something myself and just play it in the background. I'm sure I can make something that's not too obtrusive. It's just kind of repetitive and fills space. Oh, it's going to be hard not to drive myself crazy though. I'm going to have to change it up every now and then I guess. I don't even know how I'm going to contact any of the, you know, two people who end up listening to this to see how they feel about any of what I'm doing. I have no way to get audience feedback that I know of. I'm sure there's ways, but I could not tell you how any of that works right now. Just kind of threw myself in at the deep end and decided to start swimming. drove my co-worker home. Oh, hi, okay. Uh, no, she's not exactly just a co-worker. We're, 
we're really good friends. Um, or at least I'd say so. I'd like it to be more, but I it just doesn't feel that way about me. So that's life, I guess. Um, but I drove her home, and uh, in exchange, she brought me food from work, and uh, it was some boneless chicken wings and garlic parm sauce, and then a, like a, like a fuck ton of mini breadsticks. Like just, just a lot of them. Like, let me count these without spilling anything. Hopefully, uh, two, four, six, eight, eight mini breadsticks, which is like a whole basket at least. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm not gonna say where we work or where I work at either of my jobs, because um, that's not really important. I guess certain aspects of it might be important depending on the story, but um, I guess that just comes more down to uh, discretion than anything. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is all very new for me. I often talk to myself out loud, but, uh, it's usually only in very specific circumstances, but I'll get very in-depth with it, deep into it, in-depth with it. Um, and honestly, I'm hoping this will help me practice, uh, enunciating and getting out the words that I want to say, um, because communication can become a problem for me. So, my main drawback when uh, dealing with people is that I just struggle to get the words out that I actually want to say. Um, example right now, I'm very much struggling with getting the things in my head out through my mouth. Instead of out through my fucking ass, like usual. <laughs> um, my roommate's got a new cat recently. Her name is Pumpkin. She's adorable, and I love her, and she's my infant now. And I'm not facing the microphone, so I'm sure that none of that got picked up. But uh, I guess we'll keep keep on going. Uh, Pumpkin reminds me a lot of um, uh, this cat my buddy had. Her name was Bumper, because she was found. Uh, hiding inside of a bumper in Florida, where my buddy used to live. Um, so, full story, I drove something like 22 hours split over two days um, to go see my buddy uh, in Florida for a week. Took off work, saved up some money and everything. It was right around when I got my tax return, too, so it was just perfect timing. Um, drove down 10-11 hours the first day, stopped in, God, I want to say Nashville, Tennessee, which was the roughly halfway marker. At least that was as far as I could get. I was already falling asleep on the road on the way there. And then, strangely enough, get into the hotel, wide the fuck awake. So I'm like, fuck it, turn on the History Channel. And, um, there was this really cool show about, um ancient ruins and relics and like ancient cities and uh, they would like go and explore the ancient cities in person like or the sites where they used to be in person and uh, kind of explain the history of them and stuff 
and uh, this one episode they were going to um, not Kuala Lumpur, Angkor Wat, Angkor Wat, uh, the mid, the like medieval era Southeast Asian, like temple city, uh, like whole metropolis thing. Um, but yeah, Angkor Wat, and um, they found out it was like way bigger than they originally thought because they managed to fly overhead and use uh, lidar. Uh, I think it was lidar, some kind of like laser array uh, to scan the jungle and. They, like, scanned every layer of it with, like, infrared lasers and shit. And removed the, like, tree layer. Like, all the foliage and branches and trees. And so they just had the ground and the, like, ruins of the city to look at. And it was, like, either twice or, like, five times as big as they originally thought. It's just, it's, it was so wild. Ended up smoking in that hotel room, uh, bathroom, too. Yeah. There's always a trick to it. You know, you, you turn on the shower, turn on the fan, close up all the doors, stuff a towel under the bathroom door, make sure you lock and bar your hotel room door pretty fucking good. Pop the window, pop the window in the bathroom if the bathroom has one. You uh, make yourself a little sploof if you can. Um, usually they got some, like, towels and stuff, or you can figure j Jimmy Rig something out. Um, and then, you know, you get an old soda can. And, um, oh, I accidentally hit the Windows button. Get an old soda can, you know, make it into a little makeshift pipe. Grab your lighter, grab the, you know, weed that you had with you, and you just light up in the bathroom, man. You get the shower running hot, so the steam and stuff, and then you... And then, honestly, you just take a shower after, and then the, the smell of the soap and everything will usually clear it out and everything. Especially if you're using a spoof or some milk buddy or whatever you want to call it, dude tube. There's a million names for everything in smoking culture, for whatever reason, which I love, because that means you can literally just make up a name for something, and, you know, it, it's technically is just as relevant as any of them. Like, uh, my favorite is just calling weed Magic Moss, because why the fuck not? Um, oh, right, long, long tangent aside, second day was uh, ten hours of driving through Georgia, which was pretty cool, um, pretty annoying towards the end, because I'm getting tired and irritable and I just want to be done but I'm excited to see my homeboy because I haven't seen him in like a year and a half two years since he moved away and um for context I'm helping him move back uh, which is not originally why I was going to go see him I just wanted to visit um and, you know kind of take a vacation because I really was just not feeling life for a minute there and going to Florida and getting the sunshine and Seeing my buddy and smoking a bunch of weed and playing a bunch of video games and chilling out for a week was just honestly heaven. Um, what was I talking about? Do 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 do. Um, there was a point to this Florida story. I cannot remember what it was, but uh, I guess I'll keep telling it. But uh. Yeah, my buddy, I was so excited. Oh, the uh, bumper, the cat, right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Pumpkin reminds me. Pumpkin, my roommate and my new cat, um, reminds me of Bumper. Bumper was such a little baby when I saw her, but she's so grown now. Um, she's a little black cat, and she was so rambunctious at Pumpkin. and uh, She's so, so cute. But uh, now she, she still lives with uh, my buddy's old roommate. Uh, 
won't say anybody's name to uh, protect the innocent. Not that anything particularly horrible happens in any of these stories. I mean, I think the worst thing we did in Florida was uh, mildly hit on a waitress at a restaurant we went to at a hockey rink. <laughs> Um, and even then, it was we weren't even, we just kind of flirted with her, me and my buddy, and that we just, you know, <laughs> it was just a funny inside joke after that. Oh, Jenny. Her name, I'll say, because I, there's a lot going on in Florida, and I'm fairly certain no one will be able to find Jenny. I'm fairly certain nobody's even listening, so nobody will want to. But Jenny was awesome, and she was adorable, and very, 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 very attractive woman. Um, but yeah, my buddy and I, we spent a week just doing pretty much nothing. First day I got there, we just, my main priority was like, alright, you gotta hook up, right, so that we can buy a bunch of weed, because I have a bunch of money that I want to spend down here. Not specifically on weed, but some of it is for weed, so that we can just have a fucking ball while we're here. And so we just smoked a bunch of weed, played some video games, I met his roommate, and we just kind of chilled out that night. I think we went to McDonald's, and that was like down the street, and uh, you know, got some food. He drove, I made him drive uh, the whole time we were, or yeah, the whole time we were actually just chilling out. Because uh, I drove like 22 hours to get there and had to stay the night by myself in a hotel in Nashville, which was awkward as fuck um, and kind of spooky. So I was not in a driving mood, especially in a big city. And uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he got us, uh, or we went to the uh, aquarium there, and that was pretty cool. Pretty nice aquarium, and uh, he actually used to work there too. So he got us into some cool areas. Met some of his coworkers. That was nice. They all loved him. He was always going on about how much people don't really like him, but uh, honestly, if he's listening, uh, buddy, everyone fucking loves you when they meet you, dude. You are awesome. You're hilarious, intelligent, like, you can hold the conversation really well, you can smoke with the rest of them, like, you're a chill-ass dude, and I know you'd do anything for the homies, so, everybody fucking loves you, man, you're like a brother to me, so never ever get, into, get it in, or try not to get it in your head that, uh, anybody doesn't like you, because we, we do, we love you, man, um, yeah, uh, second day, or, yeah, that was the second day we went to the aquarium. Third day, um, we went to the hockey game and the restaurant, and, uh, we left pretty quick, because hockey's not really either of our game. Uh, neither of us really understood what was going on. We stayed long enough to where it was like, oh, you know, we, you know, got our worthwhile out of being here, um. And we stopped to look at souvenirs because we wanted to buy some, but oh my god, sports paraphernalia? So expensive. Like, weed paraphernalia is not even that expensive. <laughs> I mean, some of it can be, like, if you go super high-end, but like, a lot of my local smoke shops are cheap as hell for, like, some really quality stuff. Um, but yeah, then the third day, we, uh, we went out 
with uh, his roommate and his brother and his brother's girlfriend and a couple of other people. I don't know. Uh, I don't super remember all of this. We were high as fuck. Um, and we went to this like adult arcade thing. Uh, my buddy and I didn't drink. We were underage at the time. And, um, but, uh, it was fun. We played a lot of arcade games. Um, I say a lot. It wasn't too, too many. Um, but it was fun. We had a good time. Eventually, we just kind of went back, um, without everybody. Because uh, they were all drinking and having, like, a good time. But me and him were like, you know can't really drink and uh, we ran out of the like free credits we had already because he had a bunch of cards uh, to the arcade because you know arcades do the whole card swipey thing now instead of tokens or quarters or anything so he's had like a bunch of those cards each with like a little bit of points on them and um, so we just spent once we spent all those points on it and played all the games we could we were like well there's really no point in us being here so we just kind of walked back to his place because it wasn't too far um, well, originally we had to walk from that place, uh, to a, a bar where everybody else was going, uh, to the bar, and, uh, his roommate was already at that bar, um, so his, his roommate gave us the keys to the place and we went back home, or to his place. And, uh, we just kind of chilled out, smoked some more weed out of a makeshift bong that I made out of a can. We had a couple, we had a can pipe and a can bong. We used them off and on. The, the pipe worked better, but the bong, I just, I poured my heart and soul into that, and it took me forever to make, so I was pretty proud of it. We watched some animes and shit. He introduced me to this one anime where the guy has, like, a gun for a head, and it, like, was... It was a pretty fucking cool anime. We watched a lot of that. Um, played a lot of Smash Bros. He wrecked me a lot, but I feel like I got him pretty good. Because um, I only know a handful of characters, but I know them pretty fucking solid. Um, I wrecked his shit at Mario Kart, because uh, I am the fucking Mario Kart Chizzity champion, and no one can ever fucking top me, ever. Um, I, I say that, but I am very certain if I ever played competitive Mario Kart, I would get my shit rocked. I'm just much better than everybody else in my circle of friends because they all play, you know, first-person shooters and stuff, and here I am being good <laughs> at Mario Kart. So, you know, you gotta flex when you can. Um, but, yeah, it was super fun. The fourth day, didn't do fucking anything at all. I took a week off. So, uh, the fourth day. And the first day I got there was actually, um, I arrived that night because I had been traveling that day. Um, but yeah, the fourth day, we didn't do anything. We just chilled out, hung around, uh, his place, ordered food, I think, or, like, went and got food. I don't remember eating a whole lot while we were there. We didn't do a whole lot, though. Um, we didn't go, like, shopping or anything. When I first got there, like, that first night, we made all these plans, like, oh, yeah, we're gonna go here and here and here, and, like, I'm like, I'm gonna spend this money, and we're gonna do all these things, and then, for the most part, we were just, like, too fucking stoned and, like, lazy to do shit, because we knew we had a long drive home coming up. And in the end, like, um, like, the fourth, like, evening of the fourth day, <laughs> sounds like some fucking 
we're done on the third day fucking zombie apocalypse bullshit but on the evening of the fourth day we uh we were like all right so tomorrow do you just want to like wake up chill for a minute get high and then start packing up and getting ready to leave and we can try to leave like by like noon maybe like one o'clock he was like, yeah, we can do that. My stuff's mostly packed, so I'd just be gathering it all and getting it in the car and shit. So that's what we did the fifth day. We started driving, and then uh, it was like we just switched off and on, and we uh, drove all that day, all through the night, which was brutal. We only stopped to uh, piss gas up the car, and uh, we stopped once to eat at the halfway mark. Uh, that was fun. We went to a Denny's. Had this whole discussion about what to eat because we, uh, Hoyland was like, I really want to get something. Oh shit, uh, fuck. Uh, you know what? Yeah, my buddies, my name is Wayland. I'll probably have him on the show, uh, pretty soon here. Anyways, uh, so, whatever. But yeah, Wayland was, <laughs> Wayland was like, I really want to get something, like, sweet, like a bunch of pancakes and, like, milkshake and, me being the sensible, responsible one, because, you know, somebody's got to be, uh, I was like, well, we got a, a lot of driving left, so it's probably best to get something with, like, some protein and, you know, some healthier carbs, and I just accidentally fucking put my hand in the garlic sauce next to me, um, ew, ew, gotta wipe this off, um, where was I going, and why was I here, um, Yes, and so he agreed, and we got, like, he got, like, some kind of omelet, and I got, uh, probably also some kind of omelet. My brain is not too good with the whole specific memories things on certain aspects, and, uh, so then we, we kept driving, and towards the end, it just started getting grueling, because we had both been basically up all night. We both tried to sleep when it wasn't our turn uh, to drive, but it's difficult to do much more than rest. Um, and like you can close your eyes and doze off for a little bit, but it's it's so hard. And for me, like after driving that long, and um, little side story will be coming that will be coming up in a bit. Uh, I almost crashed on the way down, like leaving my fucking house not leaving the house but like within like an hour of being on the highway I almost fucking crashed and died um, so I was just too nervous to really sleep on the way back when it wasn't my turn because I felt like I could feel the car moving and stuff and we were driving pretty fast um, pretty much everywhere uh, the speed limit was like 70 so of course we were going like 80 85 <laughs> Um, sometimes up to 90 towards the end because we were like, we just want to get home, get home, get home. Uh, and yeah, so it just started getting grueling and I, I couldn't sleep because I just, I didn't feel in control when I was sleeping because I could feel the car like shaking around and stuff. And poor old Joan, my car is just, she wasn't super up to the task. She made it. She definitely fucking brava to Joan over here um she kicked ass and took names on that drive I replaced all like pretty much all the tires and uh changed the oil and everything and uh right before we left Joni and I but um I was still impressed that she made it there and back without any fucking issues at all no overheating 
no oil changes, no tires popped, nothing. We almost crashed, but that was because I uh, lost control of the car on the snow and ice. It was February. Uh, February was this year, actually. Um, and uh, it was really scary. I stayed on the road the whole time, but only just towards the end. Like Towards the end, I was like sliding towards a ditch. And honestly, if I'd gone any more forward, I would have been too far inclined downward for my front-wheel drive car to be able to push itself out back up. Because it was like just starting to go down the incline of the ditch like one of my wheels when, when I finally came to a stop. Like, I was going so fast. There's nobody else or anywhere near me, thank God, for like a mile in e either direction up the road. And uh, so I start spinning out, and uh, I managed to keep control of the car enough to keep it on the road. And then towards the end, I'm like sliding and sliding, and that's when my brakes engage. Like, once I get off of the road and onto like the gravel-like side, and that's when my brakes engage, and I just about stop myself before I go into the ditch. And I can just about back out. And I just sat there on the side of the road, like, in the gravel for a minute, like, shaking. Like, I had paused my music as soon as I, like, came to a stop. And I just was like, well, I almost died while listening to the Bee Gees. <laughs> uh, so that was fun. Because, yeah, it was so snowy and icy, and there was, like, nobody around for a minute. And it was actively snowing, too. So I would have gotten, like, if nobody had come along fast enough and seen what had happened, like... And the ditch was pretty deep on the side, too, so I would have been snowed in real quick and probably just died there, like, bleeding internally. <laughs> um, but yeah, I managed to stop uh, myself, and then I, 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 I kept going. I was a lot more careful. I don't even know how I lost control of the car. I just, like, hit a patch of ice going, like, 70, and that was that, man. Joan just lost her shit. <laughs> Oh, sometimes I honestly think I might have died in that and actually crashed and then like just everything else has just been my brain slowly deteriorating because shit got whack as soon as I came back from Florida. Like life just got turned up to 11. Like in the last year I've uh, found out I've had like blood anemia and got like acid reflux bad enough where I need some decently strong antacids to eat. I've got really fucked eyes that like I need decently strong prescription glasses for and uh, they keep getting worse. Every time I go to the eye doctor they tell me your eyes are just getting worse. It's probably all the screens. I could probably fix it with eye surgery but I cannot and won't ever probably be able to afford that. And just yeah, a lot more shit. A lot more shit happened. Especially in my personal romantic life, which is not anything I would ever want to discuss on this show. Just ever. Um, but yeah, that was uh, the story of my trip to Florida. We had some tangents along the way, and um, I've got a headache now from talking for so long and staring at my pretty much blank computer monitor as it's just on the blue home screen right now and I have all the lights off like an idiot um so yeah I'm gonna take some Excedrin maybe record an episode 2 right away um I'm 
excuse me, I'm glad I managed to find a way to fill the time. Um, I'm gonna try to actually prep for episode two before I talk about anything else. Um, that was an interesting episode. Got some personal stories in. Uh, I think we talked a little bit about history. I don't know. I don't remember, honestly. It was 40 minutes of me talking to myself and a lot of awkward pauses, so I'm sure the listener knows better than I do about what happened here tonight. Um, I'm gonna have to listen to this now, uh, immediately to see if there's any audio issues, <laughs> which is always fun, and I absolutely hate doing, because I'm not a super big fan of the sound of my own voice, um, as it turns out. Uh, but I gotta check the audio quality, because I am not the loudest speaker in the world in general. Which is weird, because I did Destination Imagination for a long time, and that's a lot of public speaking. And I did take public speaking my senior year of high school. Both of those are stories for another time. Perhaps stories for episode two. I don't know. We'll find out. I'd like to start uh, doing some note-taking, a little research on some topics. Um, get a little more prepared, because I just kind of pulled this episode out of my ass. I don't know if you could tell. Um... I definitely did not think I was going to fill 40 minutes when I uh, first started here, but I I got on a roll there, which um, I suppose is kind of the goal of the show, uh, just to ramble on and uh, see if anybody is interested. Um, but yeah, that was uh, the story of uh, some pets, some uh, Florida travels, uh, a near-death experience. And, um, other such shenanigans. Uh, talk soon. <laughs>